and welcome to episode number 45 of the Kerrville Podcast. And you can find it at KerrvillePodcast.com. You can also find it on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Google Play, Facebook, YouTube, and more. This is episode number 45. And I've been waiting a while for this one because uh, this guy is awesome. He's done a lot for the, the community over the years. Since 1989, he's been doing things for this Hill Country community. He was actually awarded uh, two awards on Saturday night at the VFW Post by a local congressman. Uh, I'm going to let John Barrera go ahead and introduce this guy to you. Go ahead, John. This is Mr. Don Tucker with Tri-County Roofing. And uh, I was speaking to him earlier, and he had humble beginnings, Michaela. It It is... A lot of people see a business owner that's successful like you and think that, you know, you started out as a trust fund baby. Is that the case? <laughs> no, sir. No way. You know, and a lot of people, a lot of business owners, I'm glad we brought this up because a lot of business owners get a bad rep, you know. Yeah. Uh, there are There's a lot of resent out there. There's a lot of jealousy. You know, I, I know I've been part of that in the past, you know. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a trust fund baby. I wasn't born with a silver spoon. You know, I had to work for everything I got. And there was some resentment towards people that uh, didn't have to do that. Yeah. you know growing up but there are other people like us and 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 you know they're lucky you know it, yeah. it is what it is you know you yeah. can't be upset with them because for the way you know the for situation sure. they were born into you you just can't no yeah. you know but there are a lot of people out there that uh have also started with nothing and it's actually i would think the majority yeah. of people have actually started with nothing and uh they they get roped into those into the same group as the people that that didn't have to work for everything they have, you know? I know and, that's right. Yeah. I have, it, I have family members that, you know, they get mad at me and they say, well, you're a millionaire. You you know, they want you to help them more. They're a millionaire. You know, you're a millionaire. I'm like, I'm no millionaire. I don't even know where they get that at. But I'm like, you know, I got up and went to work every day and worked six days a week, daylight to dark. And, and that's how, if you want to make it, you, you got to get out there and get it, you know? So I tell them that I don't want to help them too much. I want to help my family, but I don't want to help them so much that that they're like crutching on me. You know, I want them to do their own, make it on their own, yes. so that it sticks. Because if somebody helps you too much, you, it, you're going to take you just you're going to rely on them. You're yes. going to be dependable on them to help you more. Right. And you know, and you and give and somebody, they're going to come something. You, they'll you they'll come back for more. Some accomplishment. You get out there and get it, and you feel accomplishment. You see what you're doing. You see you getting ahead, and it drives you to do more rather than some might just give it to you and then you just spend what they give you and then you hey i'm out of money <laughs> yeah 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 help me out here i need some more money yeah, yeah. some yeah. of these billionaires do do not leave their children anything because they don't want them to be born with a silver spoon yeah. in their mouth i try to help my my family i like to help the ones that that work i, I try to if they're helping themselves, i'll help them you that's know. what the good lord does yeah. and but if i see there it'll slacking you know i'm like oh you need to get out there and do this and that sometimes they don't like to talk to me too much but mm-hmm. you know i love them all but at and least I you're honest them. with them and it yeah. probably helps them more in the long run than yeah it does and i tell temporarily. them you know I, I love you and i want you to do better if i was to just give you this you, you wouldn't appreciate it like you will once you get it on your own you know don tucker you started tri-county roofing in 1989 uh, you were living in a van down by the river, is that right? <laughs> right. I was. It's actually just Don Tucker roofing, you know, at, at first, and then it, I was telling him it uh, later it became uh, Kerr County roofing because I thought it sounded more professional, just my name, you know. So I switched it to Kerr County, and then we started working everywhere. I mean, we're working in Bernie and Kimball County, and you know, Kendall County, Kimball County, you know, every county around here. So I thought, man, I gotta, 
And then people say, oh, you're Kerr County. You're from Welver and Kerrville. You know, you're only 30 miles away from me. Yeah, it's not. It's right down the street. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, they like for you to be right there. So I just said, well, I'll make it Tri-County Roofing. If it's any county. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You can go anywhere in the country (laughs) with Tri-County Roofing. We actually went to uh, the coast uh, 2008 and worked uh, Hurricane Ike, you know. Okay. And uh, my sister lives down there in Texas City. So we went down there and set up shop down there. And we stayed there a year or so down there. And, uh working that hurricane and uh, so it worked out good with having tri-county down there you know they, whatever county you bid that's the tri- <laughs> that's you, awesome yeah we're, because we're you're dallas. local everywhere you go yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm from dallas originally you know so i go back to dallas i roofed my mom's house my grandma's house that had a big hail storm up there and once you start just a couple of houses in the neighborhood all, the, all the neighbors are like hey can you come over here and look at my roof you betcha you good know? Yeah, and you just keep on going like that, and, and there's no t- better advertising than your work. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's the main thing. You got to do good work, and and you know people see it. They see our crews show up, and you know they'll have a uh, different crews. Like if you have a hailstorm, you got crews on this roof, this roof. They're all during the neighborhood, but they see our crew, and they're like, man, these guys show up early in the morning. Mm. They work all day. They don't get up and go to the. They don't go to town to eat lunch. You come back a couple hours later, they eat lunch right there on the job. You know, thirty minutes. And they're back up there on it, and they'll work till dark, and because we like to get it and get it done, and get the next one. My guys want to go to the next roof, the next roof, you know, and so they'll get it done. They'll clean it. They'll have it totally cleaned up the the driveway, magneted for nails and everything else. And we all we ever do is get compliments on these guys. They're like, man, those are the hardest working guys I've ever seen. You, you know? ever have any guys fall off? Um, no, I had one guy fall off. It's been probably twenty years ago. Uh, we was working out to Bear Creek. Can I mention that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Bear Absolutely. Creek Scout Ranch out there, and and the guy fell off the edge roof. Only fell like eight foot, but he fell against the trailer, the Ooh. rail of the trailer. I fall two feet. I'm I'm out for a week. <laughs> what was what was bad was it just me and him there. You know, we was work putting on this metal roof, and uh, and he fell. With me and him and my son. That's right. It was three of us, and you know we're we're roofers supposed to be tough guys not you know i've slid off one one time i mean it's no big deal no you know? big deal we just get up and get back up there but it was on a metal roof slick but anyway my son kind of made fun of me well maybe you better stay on the ground old man you know <laughs> like, boy. but anyway uh, so this this guy falls off the roof and he's laying there moaning and we're like oh man get up rub it off you know rub some dirt on it and all this stuff you know and he laid there and moaned for a little while, and then he says, man, I think I broke something. I think I'm hurt, you know. I said, oh, man, okay, well, I'll take you. You want to go to the doctor? He's like, yes. We took him to the doctor. Found I had two broke ribs and a bunch oh, of Oh, <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, we're like, but, you know, he healed up. He's a tough old guy. But, you know, he liked laying up here in the, in the hospital eating ice cream for a few days. <laughs> Taking a break, getting some rest, some R&R. Do you yeah. hear the kind of mentality, the, the tough tough mentality that's yeah you know off of in a lot of situations you know in some corporate situations it would have been a complete uh stop the job for three days uh, yeah, all no. this craziness all this red tape would have came out and it, it would have been pretty tough but yeah. you know with a can-do mentality you know if you yeah. fall off the horse you don't just yes you don't you don't just say okay it's over i fell off the horse no you jump back on the horse oh, and you yeah. keep going you soon know you he, don't stop that's right yeah as soon as he got out of there he was back to work you know he but, was back to work within a few days <laughs> yeah you know how does yeah. that mentality how did that bring you to to where you are right now well you know i, I uh 
I don't know. I just always liked hard work. I mean, my first job was in the oil field. I worked in the oil field. I worked every aspect of oil field. We've rigs both been there. And, and, yep. Yeah, yeah, we have. Well service rig, drilling rigs, pipelines. You know, I did it all. And then when I got a little older, I went into carpet cleaning business, and that was pretty good. You know, I liked it. I owned a carpet cleaning business in Dallas. I used to do a lot of restaurants at night and apartments during the day. You know, so I worked daylight and dark, you know. And then uh, I, I even, and then I started roofing on the side, like on the weekends and stuff. I'd roof, you know. Uh, had a friend of mine that was roofing it, and then I just finally got to where I just liked the roofing better, you know. I, I so I this started as a side gig. Yeah, yeah, and it, it just uh, kept going. My and actually, my father-in-law taught me how to roof. He was a roofer here in this town. He was born and raised here, uh, Burl Myers, and his brother Charlie Myers. Uh, owned a roofing company here and that's how i came down here and got started in 1989 was roofing with them and uh and then you know charlie got older and retired and then he started giving me all his jobs people call him hey man call my call my hey that works out pretty good yeah so so it just kind of kept going and then uh you know i I just roofed from daylight to dark i was trying to struggle and get ahead i mean it's you know like they say on sundays and the bible says your ox is in the ditch my ox was in the ditch a lot so I worked a lot of weekends, Sundays, you know, if the customer would let me. And, uh, you know, I just kept kept hitting it. And then when in uh, 2016, uh, was about tw- end of 2015, I'd gotten cancer. And I realized that I'd never really been anywhere. I'd never done anything but roof houses for 30 years, you know, for all these years. And, and I thought, man, I, I'd really like to travel and see something. Never been around the state, even out of, hardly out of Texas. So. so me and my wife started doing some traveling. But I taught my daughter first how to run the company and deal with the insurance companies there's a lot of paperwork nowadays with roofing oh, when, yeah, I, when yeah. I started you just nailing on so you know you got a hammer and nail and a ladder and you know your stuff but uh nowadays you know there's a lot of dealing with insurances and customers and paperwork and and you know uh, just a whole lot more to it like i was telling him it's a lot more um, you know, now we have drones that, you know, you, yeah. you, don't have, you don't have to climb up on a roof. You can send a drone up there and, and look at that roof over really good. And you have it all right there recorded and look at it. Yeah, and, and you can go back and look at it if you yeah. need to. Yeah, and it's I amazing. Him, I mean, the it's, roofing company has progressed so much since I started. I mean, I was roofing with a hatchet and nails when I started. And then nail guns come out. Started using nail That's guns. Incredible. Before nail guns. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, uh, there's also, uh, I was telling him, you know, they have a Google Earth now. And so you can use what's called uh, Eagle View. Check this out. And it Eagle, it uh, satellite takes a picture of the roof and measures it and everything for you. So it tells you exactly the measurements. You of know the how roof, many squares, the pitch shingles of the roof, need, everything. everything. Yeah. So you don't have to get, it saves you, saves your guys from having to climb up on steep roofs sometimes. You know, you just Eagle View Fifty to a hundred dollars, get an eagle view of it, you know, and you have everything right there in front of you, and it's on paper. They guarantee it's within so much of percentage of being totally accurate. So somebody monetized. Somebody thought about that. How do we monetize off Google Maps? And hey, you see all these roofs. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Why yeah. not sell them to roofers? Why yeah. not sell them to contractors? So now the customer can there. just call us and say, hey, my address is so-and-so. And we can say, well, let me let me look at that real fast. And you just call it, you shoot set up an Eagle View, and, and there it is, everything you need to know. And then shoot them an estimate. So, you know, 
And you know, that is we, incredible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to go there. It saves you a lot of time and driving and gas. And effort, yeah, yeah. Know? But a lot of people still want to meet. The, you know, they want to. Oh meet yeah, the guy. it's all about that relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and we'll do it whichever way they want to do it. I mean, during yeah. this during this uh, COVID thing, we've had people. You know, I want you to wear a mask. We've had people say, "Don't want you to wear a mask." Well, whatever you want us to do, you know. I mean, uh, bump fist with you. I'll shake your hand. You know, different then, strokes yeah. for different folks. Yeah. You know. And we just try to do whatever it is to make, you know, the main thing is, is just having integrity to always, I mean, if we have a leak ever, we send the guys right away. I don't care. I've, I've fixed leaks that were on roofs that were 20 years old. You know what I mean? They're customers. They got a little something come up after 20 years. The seal breaks on something. Hey, I'm going to send somebody over. We ain't going to charge you for it. You know what I mean? You're our, you're our customer. That's all. And that's a really good, you know, that's, that's part of flooding your clients with value. Yeah. And if you're, if your client always knows they can depend on you, yeah, then you become part of their team and part of their oh, family, yeah. Yeah. you know, whether it's a, whether it's a residential consumer or it, whether it's a business, you know, sure. it, it works either way, you know, from roofing to, to selling cars, yeah. whatever you, you're selling, you create that relationship, relationship and yeah. you be there for them in more ways than just a roof. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. You and, roof one for them, and then they they want you to do their brother. Their brother calls you. Their mother calls you. Everybody in the family. So you always it just you always stay busy, you know. Yeah, and uh, and so, they provide value in return. They, they do absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, man. They're, the the customers here that we've had are just awesome in the hill country. There's the nicest people. I mean, every once in a while you get a get one, but you know. You know, and they're out there. You know, they are. <laughs> you just yeah. bless them, pray for them, bless them and forgive them, and go to the next one. You know what I mean? You don't want to waste so, time. Let's let's go back to the 90s for a second, Don. Um, in the 90s, you know, let's let's go back to five to ten years in business yeah. or the first five years in business. As you were getting this thing going, you know, you're in, you're you're moving from Don Tucker Roofing to Kirk County Roofing to Tri-County Roofing. Were, were there any times that you're like, I think I might want to go do something else. I don't. I don't know if <laughs> this this, this job is going to work. Yeah. And how did you oh, yeah. overcome that? Hey, well, yeah, prayed a lot. <laughs> yeah, but really, I mean, uh, it's pretty much. Now, I tell you what. What uh, I had some really good people work for me. I had a secretary. Her name was Kathy Haney, and uh, she came along. I just had good people come along at the right time. Real she quick. came along. Yeah, she came along and. Uh, she died in a car wreck. I was telling him uh, she was driving to Fredericksburg and a tire fell off. Freak accident. Tire falls off the back of a truck, goes through her windshield, kills her instantly. She a lot of people kids. around here know her, too. Yeah, she was such a yeah. sweet lady. I'm going to tell you one thing. She used to, like, if I got upset or somebody upset me and I was mad, you know, because I'm a, as I used to, and somebody make me mad, I want to tell them what I think, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I mean, uh, I, I feel like I, I do a lot, and, uh, and I try to always do people right. And, and, and uh, you know, if people don't do me right, it kind of upsets you. But she would always calm me down. And, hey, Don, you know, she would just talk to you and settle you down. And, and then she and then she get me to where I, okay, now go deal with them people. Be nice, you know. And I'm like, okay. And uh, but, I think we all need somebody like that oh, sometimes. Man, she was yeah. awesome. She And she was just like a mother hen to everybody. I mean, people would go to work for us. They wouldn't have a car or something. And she was such a giver. She would make deals with me because I'd like barter for cars in the old days. You know, I need to, you know, they didn't have their deductible. How about that old car? You know, what are you doing with that car? I'm working wow. deal with them. And 
take their old cars. I ended up with like six cars one time, you know. So so she would say, well, let me buy that car from you. And I'd say, okay. She said, I'll give you $100 a week to pay it off. I said, okay, whatever you want. As soon as she paid that car off, somebody would come in there saying they, they didn't have a car or something like that. Their car broke down. She said, well, I want to give you a car and give it to her for free. And I was like, incredible. this lady, but her, her dad was, he was a preacher and he used to do that. So she got it from him. And that is what I call godly people right there. You know, you can say oh, I'm a Christian, but whatever you really doing things, yes. yeah. people, blessing yes. people. I mean, she was awesome. She gave away, I know at least two trucks and a car and a big old long Lincoln uh, that I'd got Lincoln Continental she gave to this lady and uh, that worked for us like secretary. She was just awesome. I hated that she died. And then I had another guy come mm. along. His name was Maurice Earls. And he died in a car. I was like, there for a while. I was like, man, I was kind of scared to hire anybody. But yeah. he uh, was driving down a road and uh, fell asleep going to Houston to see his kids and ran into a concrete wall and mm. killed him. It's horrible. But he had called me. And he's like, I want to come up here and sell roofs for you. And I'm like, well, we're pretty slow. This was back when I first kind of going, you know. And I said, we're pretty slow. And I don't, if I have any jobs to look at, I just go look at them myself. And he's like, well, no, I want to go. I'm going to go door to door, and I'm going to talk to people, and I'm going to see if I can look at the roof. And if they got hell damage, I'm going to get the insurance company to pay for it, and I'm going to get them a new roof. And I'm like, and so I said, so. So this, had, this, this was before. Yeah, you know, because now if there's heard. a hailstorm, you get 50 roofers oh, at your door within a couple of days. Yeah. This is before that kind of started happening. Yeah, we were like one of the first ones to do it around here. And actually, I had people like say, eh, you know, it sounds like a scam. And I said, no, I, I meet with the insurance company. If they don't say you have damage, it's up to them. If they mm-hmm. say you have damage, they pay for it. If you don't, they're not, they, gonna, I mean, they're not going to pay you. They're not just going to give me money. You know, right. what I mean? for the, they don't want to give you money unless you got damage. So he taught me that, and he came here, and, and uh, he would go around, and I told him, because I, I was worried I was going to have to pay this guy. I had no money, you know, back then, so I'm like, I can't pay you. And he said, no, I only get money if I sell a roof. I get a wow. commission off the jobs I sell. And he said, so you, I said, so I only pay you if you sell a roof. Right. And so I just kept saying, I'm only paying you if you sell a roof. I kept yeah, saying, yeah, you're like, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know this guy either, you know. So mm, then he yeah. shows up, and and he, the first week he's there, he sells four roofs for me, you know. And then the next week he sells four roofs for me. And I'm like, man, I can't sell four roofs in this yes. month, you know. And he's guy selling four a week. And it just turned my whole business around. And then and used, how, how far into your into your roofing was was? was I would that? say that's probably about eight years into it. Okay, yeah. so so Don went without this strategy for eight years. Yeah. Uh, roof to roof. Yeah. It was kind of kind of like paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. It was roof exactly. to roof exactly and i'm sure there were some dry spells in there and oh, sometimes man, that oh, oh yeah you know it's, then, it's feast or famine it's but you a, you hung with it and you didn't have a plan no and i was just trying to make a living i was raising five kids and i was just trying to make keep them fed and housed you know and and, and then the pl- <laughs> then the plan came to you yeah from the, from persistence and hard work yeah you just got a phone call from a guy one day yeah, saying just, hey and i'm you, gonna come I, quadruple I, your business yeah I'll, t- I'll tell you what happened and, and, and uh you know it was a god thing i mean i i what happened was is that okay to say absolutely yeah you <laughs> okay. can say whatever you want man. okay this, well, is this, is, this is what happened that's right this is what happened i had a, i had a uh, couple of leaks and uh and it and it was uh, what happened was i went to dallas my dad has a memorial my dad was a police slain police officer in dallas and he got killed in 1973 every year they have a memorial for him 
So we had, I told these roofers, I said, we were doing a tar and gravel roof and it had walls on the side. So it was like a big bowl, you know? Okay. And I had these roofers go over there and I told the roofers before I left town, I said, go over there and just take the gravel off that roof. Don't take the tar off, you know, just the gravel, take it to your house and dump it. They're like, okay. So then I get, I had a business partner at the time. He's deceased now. But anyway, uh, he called me and he said, hey, uh, are we supposed to be at the dump ground for anything? And I said, no. And he said, well, there's, we got a ticket from the dump ground. And so I found that. He said, so what they did, was I found out they tore the whole roof off. Well, it come a freak shower rain in it. And it just oh. soaked this poor guy's house. So I went over there and I talking to the guy. And I told him, I said, well, he's saying, well, this is 23000 This is before I had the insurance or anything. I'm just. Yeah, a you're just and roofing. So, yeah. yeah. And he <laughs> says, oh, $23,000 worth of damage and all this other stuff. I'm, oh, my God. And so I said, he said, what are you going to do about it? I said, well, I'm going to fix your roof first. And then I'm going to, I got good credit at the lumberyard. I'm going to fix everything that's messed up. You know what I mean? And he's like, okay, you know, and I did. And, uh, but I prayed at the time. I said, God, you know. If you're gonna, if I'm gonna be in this business, I want you to bless me enough to where I can always have integrity to my name. If something's wrong, I want to just go fix it. Fixing all uh, everything that goes wrong along anything, the way, yeah, and not leaving and, anything right. And, yeah, and, all, all the eyes dotted, all the T's. That leads right. to freedom. Yeah, and he did. I mean, then three days later is when I got a call from this from Maurice Earls. That's his name, and he you were ready. Me. Yeah, and, and and so he shows up, and I, ever since then, I was I just been blessed. We used to kid each other because it was new. It was so new to, to look at roofs like that. People weren't doing it at the time. Now there's roofers everywhere doing it. But it was so new at the time that uh, we were getting all sorts of jobs. People didn't know the head hill damage till we looked at the roof. And then we were getting them all new roofs. And, you know, the, back then the deductibles were only like $500. So you right. could get a whole new roof for $500. That's incredible, and, too. And, yeah. yeah. You know, like five $6,000 roof back then. And now they're probably twenty. But, you know, back then, five $6,000 roof, you're getting for $500, you know. So we, we were just roofing like crazy, and, uh, you know, it just kept going. And I used to kid with Maurice. We'd call each other, and I told him, I said, hey, man, if we ever decide to quit roofing, we'll go to Alaska and sell some ice, you know, ice cubes <laughs> or something. <laughs> and uh, he was that good. That dude could – and, you know. Uh, if you want to humble yourself – Door-to-door sales is where Oh, you, man. You know, I've had many doors slammed in my face. But I've met some really good people that would just stop and listen to me, you know, just for a minute. If you ever stop and listen to my spill for a minute, I'm going to try to sell you. You know, I, I was a good salesman, I got to say. My daughter tells me still, you might need to go knock on some doors when we get slow. <laughs> You're you know? like the uh, the ultimate call, you know. Yeah, yeah. 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 If you can't get it closed, give, yeah. give Don Tucker a call. Have him come over there and close that deal. Yeah. <laughs> I love doing it too, man. I meet the best people like that, you know, and, uh, you know, they put their trust in me and yeah. I love it when it, you know, whenever it's all done and man, you did an awesome job. Thank you. I mean, that's, well, if I got any radio clients, I need to close down. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna ring you up and have you, I'm just playing. <laughs> he, was, he was the best salesman I've ever Martin, seen. This whole podcast, this whole time we've been talking to Mr. Tucker, I, m- most guests we have on here are me me i i i did this this was me you've barely talked about yourself the whole time you've talked <laughs> about your team you've talked about your family you've talked about your lord yeah what's your well, take on that and and the employees Why? Why that helped think? him get to where he is today too and 
See, I'm glad you mentioned that because I the other day when we did the event, I forgot to mention my number one salesman, and then I've been haunted by that. I was like, so I want to give a shout out to E from Raw. Oh yeah, that guy yeah. is all. You know, I actually got him on with us. E. Yeah, uh, yeah. Big shout out to you, E from. I see you everywhere in that Tri County yeah, roofing okay. truck. Yeah, I, I told him this morning. I said, man, I'm sorry I forgot you. He said, oh, it's okay. I'm always the unsung hero. <laughs> give me a sad story. You yeah. know, I got him on the air with me after our last break where we wrapped up uh cody's like hey man you want to do one more and i was like yeah why not so it was about 6 15 6 20 i got him on with me awesome. and uh and he got to tell his his story about tri-county uh, awesome. i got the audio and i'll send it over to you and my son-in-law i gotta mention him jacob roth his brother he runs a remodeling or you know he does all the he's over the remodeling okay and, and yeah because it's like not that. just tri-county roofing it's tri-county right. roofing and remodeling yeah too. i was telling yeah. him this morning yeah. we used to do like you know it was like 10 or 15 percent of our business was remodeling but now he's got it up there 40 probably 40 percent that's know? huge yeah, yeah, right now, that's what's keeping us going because there's no hail around. Everybody's got new roofs right now. And so. we haven't had a hailstorm since, what, 2019? Yeah, it's, yeah. In and, this county? And we're caught up, you know. I mean, every, everybody's either got a roof or spent the money. Mm. <laughs> so so it's pretty tough uh, out there right now. But, you know, uh, I got to where I saved my allowance in the summer and, uh, so I can make it through the winters. But, and, uh, but no, Jacob, man, he has been working on some big ranch jobs, remodeling. I mean, we've been doing i think we're doing like a million dollar job for laying now she said we haven't even met her she got so much money she just trusts jake and she's just like go yeah, take care yeah, of it here's your, you need a check and you know well, we love that you know if you just call us hey you need a check oh, yeah. yeah yeah we'll My take it program yeah. response is yes if anybody <laughs> right <laughs> you don't even ask what it's for <laughs> yeah yeah you need a check yes that sounds really good why'd you get a recognition by the state of texas uh, well i i think it's just you know i don't know maybe we just uh i don't know i, I just if i say anything it's gonna sound like i'm kind of bragging but please yeah. <laughs> this is this is your time this is this well, is your time don man i i don't know i just think you know you just work hard and people notice you after a while you know it took it took uh, quite a while for me to for them too but you know i who recognize a roofer it's kind of like being a offensive lineman they only call your name if you screw up you know yeah. what i mean so so uh but no that was I, a good analogy yeah so i mean they just uh i just kept you know trying to do what's right i you know i, I sleep good at night you know i and uh i just always try to do what's right work hard and do what's right and, uh, and finally somebody paid attention to it uh it came from a buddy of mine he's like man plus i i try to give back i've been poor you know, like I said, I came here with living in a van. So whenever you've been poor, I think people that have been poor and been through it help more people. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't no. know. I've never been rich. So I don't know what rich people do. I'm sure they help a lot of people. But if you've been poor and you see people struggling, you always want to help them. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I yeah. I, yeah. Like to, I yeah. like to give them a hand up. I don't want to give them a hand up, but right, I help right. them up. I got a buddy of mine, me and him talk about it all the time. He's always talking about, if I'm going to help you, if I'm going to carry you, pick your feet up. <laughs> At least don't drag your feet. You know what I mean? So, that's, a, that's a good analogy. Yeah. yeah so seriously. that's what I try to so do. True. I see people that, you know, they're struggling because of they got sick or, or they got a lot of kids. I mean, it's hard to make it nowadays, especially for some of some of these single parents that are raising kids. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine some of the bills that they're faced with nowadays. When they're, some of them have a regular job. They're making, you know, three, four, five hundred. I don't even know what they're making more, you know. But I know I, I go to the grocery store and I'm spending three or four hundred dollars. I'm thinking, man, that's some of, that used to be a week's pay for yes. me. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm just yeah. at the grocery store now. 
So, you know, I mean, uh, I always like And to the wages really struggle. haven't gone up a whole lot. No, no, no. They, they haven't. They're yeah. still, you know, minimum wage, I believe, is what, 750 or 775 yeah. an hour? Yeah, we, we you know? pay people, uh, you know, we give everybody, uh, everybody gets a commission when they work for me. So they don't, they're not at a set amount of it's money. It's performance based. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. They wow. get their regular money, plus they get a commission. So, you know, some people, we like slow times, I pay them. You know, when during slow times, they're not doing a whole lot. But, you know, they get a commission when they sell. That gives them incentive to want to sell, you know, and, uh, you know, do good and make sure nothing goes wrong. Because if something goes wrong, it comes out of your old commission. You, Did you ever not do that? Did you ever just have a flat rate for everybody? No, no. Even when I, we nailed those shingles, I paid them by the square. You don't pay them by uh, an hour or by the hour. And like that. You pay them by the square. However many squares you nailed on, that's how much money you make. When I first started... I could I could nail on I'd nail on about ten squares a day because I was fairly slow back then and I was making six bucks a square so I was working all day for sixty bucks you know when I started that's crazy yeah, <laughs> yeah. I roofed houses in Kerrville working for some builders and uh, you know if I didn't nail on any roof my cut of roofing an entire house I was paying uh, they were paying me twenty five dollars a square I was paying my guys twenty to twenty two dollars a square so you're making three dollars a square off a 25 square house you're making 75 dollars for roofing a house what you unit know? of measurement is a square uh 10 by 10 okay yeah okay so you know most roofs are average 30 35 squares you know the bigger ones are getting them you know like the probably like the summit they're like 50 55 squares you know so normal size house about 35 squares you know so, you know, but the the pay has went up a lot uh, since I did it. You know, I mean, now there's, there's roofers getting like $65, $75 square. I'm like, wow, you're making good That's money. incredible. I mean, yeah, yeah that from, is good I mean, money. I mean, if they're you're tearing it off and putting it on. Yeah. You know, back in the day, I was paying like 20 and that was just a nail on shingles on new construction. I finally just about quit doing new construction. Just not much money in it. The builders making most of the money, which I got nothing. You know, it's his deal. It's I mean, it's capitalism. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. I hired the cheapest guy. You know, but I try not to be. I want to be the bestest. Yeah, <laughs> not the cheapest. There's, you know, there's a there's a big difference between quality versus quantity. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? We we absolutely we want to hire the best. So the hire the best, you got to pay the best. You know, and I I have the best crews. I mean, my crews have been 10, 15 years. I mean, uh, and then I got a crew that I called. They're in Denver right now. And I was telling you that I was thinking about starting a little wing up there. He was born and raised in, in Denver, and he's roofed for me in Dallas. We we did hailstorms in Dallas and stuff, and he comes down here and roofs for me. They came down. His brother came down and roofed for me the last hailstorm. And uh, and uh, so we got some big crews we can call when it when it hits that they've been with me for years and they, and they know me real well his name's al escobar I call wake up with al you know what i mean i used to call him in the morning it's like wake up with al and uh, he's awesome man he, he handled some roofs for me in dallas where i never even went up there and seen the roof i called the customer we'd roof for some from their family so they knew us and uh they called say hey, we want you to roof our house I said, okay well send me your insurance money i mean your insurance check let me look it over and they'd send it to me, and I'd, I'd look it over, and, okay, well, we got this. We can do this. And I'd say, uh, let me send my roofer over there. And I'd send Al over there. He would get up there and make sure everything was like it says on the insurance yeah, paper yeah. and look it over, and then he would uh, set it up. He would get roof it. He would get the mat- I would order the materials. He would be there when the materials show up, put them on the roof, roof the house, get the check from the customer, 
put it in my bank account up there. I would put his check in my bank account down here. He would send me before and after pictures of the roof. Oh, so you, like you knew, yeah. yeah. What it looks like when he's done and while, while it's going on. You know, he's, he was just awesome. He's, he's really a good guy. And Your daughter. Oh, my, my daughter. I can't say enough about her. She's, she's just awesome. Uh, you know, I, have you met her, Michaela? Yeah, I've known, I've known Lisa for, I, I guess, three or four years now. Yeah. And yeah, she's, she, you know, what's really cool about Tri-County Roofing is it is a family operation yeah as well oh you yeah. know my son my daughter my my son-in-law yeah you know yeah my my youngest son shows up and does all the screens for the windows when we have hail storms and now sales roofs and, when, when you got cancer yeah uh, it was stage four cancer is that right right yeah. whoa yeah right here on the yeah right <laughs> took out half my neck but so what were what, wow. were what were some of the fears you had when it whenever that happened dying no well, i mean yeah obviously <laughs> no really you know they said <laughs> that's so blunt that was no, awesome told, that was that was they awesome. told me i had a 50 50 chance you know and i'm already thinking i'm a goner you know that's all you think about you think i'm not gonna make it you know i'm not a very lucky guy as it is so i'm probably gonna croak here so you know that's what i that was the main thing that came to me was i was that, gonna die it's not thinking, my the smartest uh <laughs> question i've ever asked no you know what coming from the tough the tough man that he is that's just that was beautiful well i'll tell you what i did man i did a lot of praying you know when i got it i'm thinking i'm gonna die and i i had to make peace you know you know so i'm I'm like lord if this is it man you know you know just make sure i'm gonna go see you if i forgive me or whatever anything i might ever done and i just want to make it right and do good things before i go you know and uh, so i I talked to my daughter. She was she worked at Denny's for 16 years waiting tables, and mm. and you learn how to deal with some problem oh, customers yeah. working at yeah. Denny's in the middle of the night after the bar closes. Oh, you know what I mean? So, man. I mean, and she's always been a hard worker. I don't. Uh, when she was little, she had a job uh, over by the Ingram School, that little restaurant there. Can't remember the name of it forever. And she was got a job there like 15, 16 years. As soon as they she's hired. always been a hard man, worker. She's yeah. a worker, and. Uh, she, when I taught her how to, you know, she didn't know anything about roofing. My sons did, but my daughter is the best at dealing with people, and there's a lot of paperwork. It's not like in the old days, just get up there and nail on shingles and get your check. I mean, there's a lot of dealing with the insurance companies, emailing, faxing, you know, all that kind of stuff, and, and then talking to, you know, people all in the you know, building materials and everything else that and you your have social to media with. too she yeah. does your social media yeah. accounts yeah and she and well she takes care of me and mom i mean i take care of my wife Gosh, mainly because she's incredible kind of ill but she does all my anything personal my personal books or anything else or you know dealing with uh, uh you know appointments and stuff she and she's very sure. smart too man she, she is awesome. she is she's awesome yeah. she's great with people i mean people love her uh, my sons were a little bit at first like, I don't like my little sister being my boss. But, you know, she's like a little general. She's only like five foot five, but she's a bossy little girl. And if you don't show up for a family function, you can expect a call from her. <laughs> and she'll tell you, I'm coming over there and get you. You're going to come to this day. You know, she just keeps everybody in line. That's all. Awesome. But she's really sweet. And, and she's one of the sweetest people you'd ever meet. But, yeah, she took over, and I was just amazed by it. You know, I thought I was going to come back. I was going to have to come back. I was just wanting her to make it through while I had the cancer. If I lived, I was going to come back, you know. But uh, she did such a good job that after they, they told me I was clear and the cancer was gone. Well, the first year she she 
ran it. We had the biggest hailstorm around here in 2016. So she was it was baptism by hail. Man, I mean three <laughs> yeah. months three months yeah. after she took over, we get the biggest hailstorm there is, and I'm sitting there with cancer and doing chemo and radiation, sick as a dog, you know. And so uh, she, but you know, she had help from her husband and her brothers, and you know, everybody pitched in and helped her out. But I mean, she ran that thing, and we actually build more out during that hailstorm than we'd ever build out before. You know, that's I mean? incredible. And then. Two years later, we get another hailstorm. She does it again. So, I mean, and by the second time, she says, I'm going to be a lot better on this next hailstorm. I got it down. Here, here's, here's one thing that kind of stands out to me. You you never know the potential uh, of somebody out there. Oh, yeah. You, you I mean, you, you normally wouldn't think that somebody that was working at Denny's yeah. uh, had the skill set to be able to run a large roofing operation. Right. Well, like Trey County Roofing. The first year she was That's there, true. we built out, I, don't, I hate to mention money, but it was $3.6 million worth. I mean, a multi-million dollar operation year, from, first year from and, Denny's yeah, yeah. to a multi-million dollar operation yeah. that she had that? no, I mean, well, she grew up with it though. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's, but she, I mean, she never she ran a roofing business no, before. No. And you know, it's, but my sons helped her. My son's been yeah. with me all along, you know, as soon as he was my oldest son, as soon as he's big enough to climb a ladder, I had him up there roofing stuff with me, you know? And uh, so he helped her quite a bit and, and uh, all the kids pitched in and her husband, but I mean, just as far as just running it, man, she was awesome. And when I got well, I come back. She's like, so you ready to go back to work? And I said, no, no, you're doing a great job. You know what I mean? You, <laughs> I think I'm going to go see the world now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what I did. We traveled around. Me and my wife traveled around for a couple of years, two, three Why? years. Uh, well, why? Why well, did I you never, wait until, until? I didn't have time or money before. You know, I was busy hustling and roofing. Had you not had cancer, do you think you would have traveled or do you think you would have stayed busy? I think I would have never even noticed I wasn't traveling. I would have just stayed busy till I croaked. So it was kind of a, you know, blessing in disguise, I guess. Because we took a West Coast trip, went to, uh, first, I'd never been to, you know, uh, Grand Canyon or anything. So we went to Grand Canyon, went to Vegas, went to Laguna Beach, California, and went up Highway 1 all the way to Washington, cut over to Yellowstone. Nice. Yeah. The next year we did, went to New Orleans, went to uh, Daytona Beach, Florida, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, just worked our way up the coast. 95 there, yeah. Yeah, we went We uh, went to the, you know, Washington, D.C., and uh, my dad's actually got a little, they have a slain officer thing there, so we went there, memorial for police officers, and we went there and went to New York City and, and hung out, and we went to the Poconos, Maine. We eat Maine, uh, lobsters in Maine and nice. and clam chowder in Boston. Went to Cheers Bar. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, then in 2019, we went to Sturgis and hung out in Colorado. Now we own a house in Colorado. So we 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 That's done some wild. traveling. That is so awesome. Yeah. So yeah, Hawaii's on my bucket list though. I got to go to Hawaii. I've never been. Got to go. Well, <laughs> now you, you have something to look forward to, right? Yeah. My yeah. son, my one of my sons actually has a. a, a his kinfolk has a house there in Hawaii, and he told me I could go there. So, just looking for the just the right time. Good. You ever hear that Tim McGraw song "Live Like You Were Dying"? Oh yeah, I, yeah that's that's one of my songs. I love that, and I love that. Uh, what's that uh, song? Oh, I can't think of it. Now. Anyway, it's like uh, work. It's any of them working man songs. Oh I yeah, Travis Tritt. Yeah, oh, Lord yeah. have mercy on the working oh, man. Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good and, one. Uh, 
uh, we was I made up a bunch of roofing songs that I was going to give to the band there the other day and just have them play a bunch of roofing songs in a row. You know, I'm no stranger to the rain. You know, yeah. You know? Oh yeah, all the rain songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what I was trying to to get at my last I guess point before is that sometimes you get caught up in everyday life and then you forget to 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 live. You know, and, and I know it sounds like such a cliche, but just listening to you you said you didn't go anywhere do anything and you didn't even realize that you weren't living until you you were in recovery from cancer and y'all are like look let's go here let's go there and i'm listening to all the places that you've gone and had you not had cancer yeah. had you not faced death yeah i probably would have never did any traveling but what, what got me there was a neighbor of mine and when i lived in ingram and he ran a landscaping business and he would leave early in the morning and he wouldn't come back till after dark every day, seven days a week. And then one of my buddies was working for him and he, he asked him one time, man, don't you ever take any time off or do anything, you know? And he said, well, I'm saving up for my retirement and I'm trying to get a million dollars. And when I get to that million dollars, I'm going to retire. He, he says, I'm at about 900,000 right now. Well, he ended up having a heart attack when running a and that's plenty of money too and, uh and yeah. he had a heart attack and died and never huh. did anything but work his entire life and i was telling myself when i heard that i'm not doing that you know what i mean i knew yeah, i was going to do some traveling and go somewhere i didn't know when you know because whenever you're running a business it's hard to take i mean people call yeah. you i had that phone the, my office phone was forwarded to my cell phone so i'm like on 24 mm. hour call my daughter right now has it forwarded to her cell phone and I had to tell her, because she don't. You get stressful, man. When you're running a business and you're roofing four or five houses, and you got a day, everybody wants to. You got five one, crews going. They, yeah. Every customer wants theirs done next, and you have hundreds of houses to roof. It is super stressful. And uh, my daughter, I was telling her, I said, you need to be able to turn that phone off. You know, on a, you don't have to work Sundays. Yes. You turn that phone yes. off whenever you feel. You know, on Saturdays. Turn that thing off. They'll, them people can wait till Monday. You know, you don't want to lose your sanity. Right. Yeah, to, because and, if you lose your sanity, you can't help them. Yeah. 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 And it's yeah. going to be worse when you do. If you're stressed, you can't deal with people in a, you know, in a nice, calmly manner when you're super stressed. You know, you're yeah. not going to rush. At least you're going to be rushing them on the phone and you're not going to be yourself, you know. All right. We're about 40 minutes in here. Really? So, yeah, we're about 10 really? minutes over what we usually do. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay, man. It, it's a great podcast, man. You brought a lot to the to the podcast today. Uh, John, you got any uh, final final questions or final thoughts this morning? No, I just wanted to say thank you for adding value to, to my, my life and my day because listening to you, you're so selfless. You're very humble, and um, I, I know it was supposed to be about business and roofing, but today when I go home, I'm gonna hug my little girl. I'm gonna I'm gonna push her on the swing, and I'm gonna take that time. And you know, because I could be on my phone being like, okay, I'm gonna try to get another job. I'm gonna try to get another job. But yeah. when she says, "Daddy, play with me," I'm gonna play with her, and I'm gonna think about yeah your epiphany. I, I do regret a little bit of that. Yeah. Oh is, yeah. Is that not? <laughs> Uh, you know, not <laughs> the dynamic, I, I, the dynamic changed, so I had to turn the claps <laughs> off. That's all right. I, I do regret that I didn't get to spend as much time with the kids when they were growing up as I as I would have liked because I was always busy working. You know what I mean? I, I would have liked to been a little bit uh, more into the, what the kids are doing. And know, I hear but, that I hear that quite a bit from from a lot of parents out there with older kids. Yeah, 
you know, and it's but, one of those know, things where you're also trying to provide for them and try to make sure that they have a good life too. Yeah. You right. created you know? an empire. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, my daughter tells me, you know, you're not only, uh, this roofing company not only blesses you and us, it blesses everybody that works for you and, yeah. you know, every, you know, everybody we deal with, you know, we try to, we try to help them out. We try to make sure they get pay the least amount out of their pocket and get the best roof for the money. You know That's what I mean? awesome. All right. Trey County Roofing. Troy County Roofing and Remodeling.com, uh, 830-896-8281, and located at the Y in Ingram at 3292 Junction Highway. Go back, go in there and see Lisa if you're interested yeah. in getting a roof, yeah. or Don Tucker, or Ephraim, or, or anyone there. So uh, thank you so much, Don. Do appreciate you coming in and being part of the podcast, and congratulations on, on those awards that you got Saturday night well, thank as you. well. And thank you for having me. All right, that's going to go ahead and wrap up the Kerrville podcast today. Uh, We have episode number 46 that's going to drop Tuesday.